At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Friday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app game plus iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course, that's YouTube TV, by the way. And of course, the DK network. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin live from the barrage here at the D, Bar Canada. Skill Alexander once again with Kelly and uh, Kelly. Good morning. First of all, how you doing, man? Good morning. Good, good morning. Do we yeah. do we have a rodeo in town this weekend? Oh, I don't know. Do we? I don't know. Thought I saw some cowboys. Is this the uh, weekend where you throw on the cowboy hat and uh, play some poker? Oh, <laughs> and try to act like you're the like mark. Well, well, I was uh, I was really playing around with that idea during F1 weekend because being in a being in Caesar's Palace on Friday night before the race, I was like. Seems like the weekend I should be playing poker. There's a lot of uh, European rich money around here that uh, just wants to be given away. Gil. Just wants to be given away. There was at certain casinos. <laughs> certain casinos made out, that's for sure. Uh, it is a Friday. That means nothing but football on the show today. Matt Brown joins us momentarily to talk National Football League. All of his plays this week. Week number 13. I know I'm trying to bounce back. But by the way, I had the under last night. That was done within a minute and a half. It felt like yeah. that was brutal. Um, and then we'll talk college football. The Bear, Chris Felica from Fox Sports. Uh, would you say he's never been more excited to be on the show before? That was a vibe I picked up. Do you know why that is? By the way, I can tell you why that is. Yeah. He wants to butt heads with me. <laughs> He wants to butt heads with me about this FSU thing, so I can't wait for that. Uh, we'll get all his plays from Championship Week, 10 games in college football, see what his best bets are. Obviously, Dr. Bob will join us as well. Does Bob know that he's bumped uh, 15 minutes today? Does he know that? Do we give he him the memo? He does, and I'm back on Bob duty. Because he 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 friendly he he very nicely asked for a requested a reminder. <laughs> I'm glad you got that dish job. So I now. got that. This is off air uh, conversations happening. On shedding here. jobs is what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Jason Weigard from Under Cloud of Smoke. Yes, we yep. got Jason as well on the show. So we are packed today. Uh, let us talk about this football game last night first. The Dallas Cowboys beat the Seattle Seahawks 41 to 35. They do not cover. Seahawks backers get the money. ATS. But Dallas gets the win. <clears throat> Ultimate bully that uh, 
almost got bullied themselves last night, but they eke out the win. You and I have not talked about this at all uh, to this moment. I will characterize this game, agree or disagree, of all the 41 to 35 type games in the history of the NFL, maybe the toughest watch of all of them, because the officials didn't just insert themselves into this game. They jammed themselves up into this game. This yeah. was this was brutal from a flags perspective. And here's and by the way, for those who would say, oh, well, maybe they were legit flags. Here's how I know they were calling it too ticky tack. There wasn't any flags thrown in the fourth quarter except for a delay of game, which is, you know, the most objective one you can you can find. So by definition, the, the teams aren't playing different all of a sudden in the fourth quarter. Uh, and we and I want to, you know, usually we go through games. I just want to go through it based on the P.I.s. OK. Just the P.I.s alone. And by the way, in the end, the total count was there were no punts in this game, zero punts in this football game, only the fifth time in the history of the NFL that there have been zero punts in a game. Mike McCarthy has been involved in 60% of those games, three of those five. Are you serious? Make of that what you will. I caught the stat about it only being the, f- the fifth. He's, in- he's been involved in three of them? That is correct. Wow. Two with the Packers, one now with the Cowboys. Uh, 257 total accepted penalty yards in this game. That doesn't account for the ones that were thrown and the refs were like, well, we'll pick this one up. Wasn't really. But but, Seattle, 10 for 130. Dallas, 9 for 127. Anyway, the... uh, Which they had to have done that three times or so, right? Oh, Oh, for sure. Throw a flag and pick it up. Yeah, the the record for accepted penalty yardage is like 372 or something like that. This would have gotten really close to it if they had, you know, kept those flags. But it was was the nature of them, you know, it was was a 7-3 game in favor of the Seahawks. And then Dallas got the ball back. 47-yard pass interference on Reek Woolen downfield on a play where I didn't think it was pass interference at all. And neither Al Michaels nor... nor Herb Street, thank you, Kirk Herb Street last night, really made a big deal of that first one. Herb Street kind of, he was like, well, yeah, he kind of touched him. He didn't impede the progress of the receiver at all. So I thought that was like a very questionable flag that shouldn't have been thrown. Uh, Dallas went on matriculated 10 to 7 Dallas at that point. By the way, then after Myers missed a field goal, which Al Michaels described as, quote, slicing out of bounds, unquote. It's like that was, uh, that was okay. one of the weirdest field goals too. Because did you feel it like was it was going to be blocked like a whole way? I was like, this is about to be blocked. About oh, he got it off, and then it was like, right, like way, way off to the right. Will Hill pointed out, he's like, what if it were inbounds? What would have happened if that's a kick were inbounds? <laughs> uh, and then, it's a rouge. Okay, so so later on, now it's seventeen to seven Dallas. We're still in the first half. We're in the second quarter. A, a, a Seattle Seahawks drive, seven plays, 75 yards, not one, but two PIs, uh, which led to a Charbonnet one, one yard score, a 40 yard PI, a 13 yard PI. OK, uh, now we're 20 to 14 Dallas. Seattle has the ball, a 29 yard defensive pass interference to the one versus JSN. And that was the 21 to 20 halftime score, which at halftime, Richard Sherman was acting like the game was over and the Seahawks had won the game. Um, he was so excited. But that, by the way, that was the ultimate back-to-back possessions by the Seahawks. Great job there. They ended up leading 28-20. to 20. Let's go later in the game. Now it's, it's 35-27 Seattle. Another 35-yard P.I. on Woolen versus Lamb. That's the one where 
Herb Street was like, wait a minute, how are they calling this? Like this, it didn't impede his progress yeah. at all. They're yeah. calling, so it's like one pi after other. These, these like turboed every drive into the end zone. And after, now, the one thing I'll give credit to, like, C.D. Lamb specifically for, it was he clearly picked up on this is how the game was going to be called. Maybe he did. Because it was every time he went after a ball, right away he's looking for a flag. Like, it, he got up looking for a flag. But it's like we didn't tune. Like, you got to let them play. It was horrible. It was terrible. It was, again, 41-35 usually connotes this awesome football game that everybody's had fun watching. I'm like, oh, my God. Let me. You waited two seconds. You're like, and there's another flag, yeah, right? Exactly. Uh, and then the game ended. By the way, the final play of the game, uh, the final play that mattered in the game, 41-35, Dallas, 1:43 to go. Seattle gets the ball. They get that pass to Lockett for 17. Fant for eight. So it's a it's a second and two at midfield. They the next two plays don't go anywhere. It's fourth and two at midfield. This is their final play. Gino under pressure from Micah Parsons. He throws it in the turf. Now this is one of these plays where where we've seen it a million times in football. What's supposed to happen here is the Seahawks offensive line is blocking everybody to the left, right? And their back is supposed to like a slip screen in basketball is supposed to sort of act like he's gonna block the the by design free defender, who in this case happens to be, wait for it, Micah Parsons, mm-hmm. right? But it's not Kenneth Walker, it's not Zach Charbonnet, it's the much slower DJ Dallas, who is slow to get off, right? So as the Seahawks are blocking everybody to the left, he's supposed to come over to the right. Two problems. One, well, three problems. One, he's slow to get off. Two, Demarcus Lawrence has pushed the offensive line forward anyway, so there's traffic. And three, Micah Parsons runs a four-three. He was. It was <laughs> it's like, like it was snap. One one beat and he was there in his face already. Like, it, yeah, no chance. So that game ended with such a whimper on that. I'm like, oh god, really? That's it. And you know. Yes, that was by design. Should that have been the play they ran at that point? It was just ridiculous. 41-35 Cowboys. And so the question becomes, after all that, is there any takeaway at all from this game that you any thought that you didn't already have beforehand? Um, I was yeah, I would say yes. Uh yeah, first I'll give some credit. I thought I thought Geno Smith looked really dang, really dang good last night after a few bad weeks. I, I mean, we've been kind he did. Of saying how much he's dropped off really this past month or so. I was really impressed with his play last night. Um, and then you talk about zero punts. I, I mean, this Cowboys defense, you got you got shredded all night long. I mean, I felt like it was Seattle came in with a very obvious. Uh, uh, strategy to go off, go after bland time and time again, and that that worked for the most they part. Toasted him of, in the first half. Yeah, outside of one that one interception, it worked pretty much every every single time. Um, I think if you're walking away with the Cowboys, you're lucky to have a win here and your first win over a team with a winning record. But I think all the questions we had about the Cowboys from before this game of can they beat some quality opponents still remain. Well, this is what I mean. And and the defense, I've got even this is one of your worst performances of the year. This is what I mean, by the way. This is from Ari Mayrov uh, at My Sports Update. He said, Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott in his last seven games. Look at that. 70% completion percentage. Uh, 2,000-plus yards, 2,100-plus yards thrown. This is over a seven-game span now. 23 touches against two picks uh, and a 6-1 and one record. You're in denial if you don't think he's an MVP candidate. Oh, he's a candidate, he's all right. He's been awesome. And he's been awesome. But this is so, like, after that game, right, like, he, he, 
you have to, right now you're in a situation where Dallas has to keep doing this offensively week after week. So this is my whole thing is the reason I asked that question is because I don't think we learned anything, not learned, I don't think our opinions of these two teams is markedly different than it was before this game. Yes, you're right about Geno looked a little better, but Seattle still ends up being a fringe playoff team at best in a not that crowded NFC, quite frankly. Yep. Like, they're a good team, but they're not a very good team, I don't think. Maybe they're somewhere in that pocket. And Dallas is exactly what we think they are. They're kind of a bully. This is, you're right, this is the first, this is probably their best win uh, of the season, I guess. Um, I'd have to go back and look. I still think like their best game was their loss against the Eagles. That was their best game. Right, they should have won that game. That was clearly their best game to me. But this is, if, if they're playing a team of any repute, it's kind of nip and tuck. Yeah. I just, you can't get there. But the point about Dak as an MVP candidate, that is certainly valid. He's in that mix. It, totally. And the offense, yes. the offense is, is, is firing as well as it really has all season. So I, I can't really take away much, much from that. Dak down to plus 475 in the MVP market. That only, only hurts Mahomes and Jackson shorter over at DraftKings. So there you go. Updated. Tua right behind him. And then Brock Purdy, who will actually win this award, ladies and gentlemen. I stand by that. We'll come back. Matt Brown joins us. Talk football. All his picks in the NFL Week 13. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
a numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand for VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now for only $9.99. American at vcin.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, live from the Barrage here at the D, Bar Canada. Beautiful, lovely, majestic downtown Las Vegas. Uh, this gentleman is uh, VEASAN's own. He hosts The Handle with Mike Samich, uh, Saturdays and Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern. He also hosts the All Angles podcast by his lonesome and does it now, I'm told, 45 times a week. What's it, up to three now? There's a lot. There's it's the great Matt Brown, everybody. Yeah. How you doing, man? Hopefully no one listened yesterday, though. Oh, not a a great Were you on the under with me? Oh, yes. Look at that. (laughs) Right there with you. You know, here's the thing, though. And I I made a tweet about this. And I, I, honest to God, if you've been a long time better, I'm like, if you're going to miss, miss like that, miss where you just sit back yes. and like, the game is, it doesn't matter at all. It like, almost, it's just kind of like, it's one of those where you're like, you know what? I can't lose this again yeah, and again. Yeah. I've lost it it's once and that's the end dunzo, of it. Dunzo. And like right. you sit back, you just like, or like, you would just enjoy the game at that point too. You're just kind of like, oh, this is a good football game. I'll enjoy the football game. That was one of those rare ones that you do lose so quickly uh, and you're just like, wow, was I wrong here? Yeah. If someone had told me they were going to throw 35 flags, 19 actually, that got accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was 35, <laughs> but it was it was unbelievable. The PIs yeah. last night. Did you? That was what I started with. Of any 41 to 35 game in the history of the NFL, that was the toughest watch. They were everything was a flag. Everything you can't you can't call a game that tightly. Have you ever hated anything as much as Al Michaels hates penalty flags? Oh my God! <laughs> Have you ever in your whole life hated anything? He he's like, well, what do you know? At, at some point, he's like, too. He's like, he's seventy nine. Like, so he's just like, you know what? I am a legend. I'm like, I'm a legend. I don't care. I'm just gonna say whatever comes to mind. You know? Oh, he's, yeah. there and he's like, he's like, oh, there's a good. Bet. What else is new? <laughs> you know? You can just see like the disgust, and he's just like, what? Else is new. He showed he was 79 last night too, guys. You'll see. He's like, yeah, Mark Cuban uh, sold two billion worth of his. That's the that's the that's the headlines in all the papers. And it's like, they're just going, like, oh, Al Michael. See, like he keeps the, you. You don't see him, you know. And so you hear the voice and you forget that he's 79. And he's like, yeah, Mark Cuban sells two billion of the of the matter. That's the headline in all the papers today. And it's like. Is it now? My thing, <laughs> my thing is you wait for uh, once a broadcast, he always uses kibosh. Have you noticed that as well? <laughs> They're going to put the kibosh on him. I'm like, oh, there he is. Yeah, right there, there. Yeah, Al there, there it is. Kibosh. Yeah. You, you know, the, the thing about last night, two different things. One, uh, you know, on the underside, I, I still would have gotten there. I, I did not expect to. We didn't even get Gino last night. We got like Eugene. Super from, Gino. For, we got Eugene from like senior year at West Virginia. When it, Do you remember that game against Baylor? He threw for like 700 yards. I'm being serious. It was like 700 yards or something and eight touchdowns. That's yeah. what like got him drafted so high. That's when we got that Eugene last night. Like that was the Eugene. I really think it was like seven, 660 yards. Or Who something. Was on that team? Kevin White, right? Was and, that the wide receiver's name? That and, was really good. But it was like time? that was the game that like got him drafted and so whatever. He went for like eight touchdowns and 700 yards or something. And and then the other thing too, I have the Cowboys very highly power rated, but. You see the way that McCarthy ended that game oh, last night? I, that's the one thing, the most important thing I left out of the whole thing in the first segment. And, and you sit and you look, and you see the way he ended, and you wonder, like, look, you get away with it against the, the Seahawks, and, and an injured Geno Smith, by the way, he's sitting there getting his arm massaged on the sideline trying to go, you know, into that, like, game-winning drive. But, you know, listen, if you're going to 
if you're going to kick it, you run it 100% of the time. If you're going to go for it, passing's I, fine. I totally buried the headline. Let me, again, just for clarity's sake, what Matt is talking about, because I was so fixated on the flags and that last play where you know they threw the ball into the turf. But what you're referring to is the key moment of this game. Third and three. So the score is, the score is 38-35, Dallas. Seattle has now used all their timeouts. It's third and three at the Seattle 14 with 152 to go. What do you do there? You, the, the, the plus EV play is to run the football. The clock moves. Whether you, now, if you get to the sticks, the game's over, right? If you don't get to the sticks, if it's close enough, you can consider another fourth down run. The biggest point being the clock has gone down 40 more seconds, right? What do they do? They call a pass play. Dak had no chance to get it to CD Lamb in the corner. And all of a sudden, you're like, wait a minute. Now you have to kick a field goal. You're only going to be up six. And you've given them, you know, again, 35, 40 seconds more. The fact that he got bailed out on that, doesn't that, isn't the conclusion. Can your only conclusion be, as great as Dak is playing, as great as their offense seems to be, as great as Micah is on defense, Mike McCarthy's still the damn coach. Yeah, it's, 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 it, that was like my big, big, big takeaway from all of that last night. I was going, he gets away with it here. Yeah. But he doesn't probably even realize, too, and like, People are save your anchor tweets, but like you're 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 almost better being up three than six because three you might get conservative play calling Correct. and you might get people settling for a field goal. Whereas six, it's like hair on fire, no matter what. Like the best plays we've got in the playbook, the whole nine yards and everything like that to go down and score a touchdown. This is a win. fantastic point that doesn't get made enough. And you're right. There's going to be some people who just listen to what you said. They're like, "What are you talking yeah. about, man? What do you mean three's better than six? There is something that happens with the other team's play. Calling yeah. with yes. that much time too, like yes. with that much time, like mm-hmm. it, it's it, it's completely different. Like you're saying, if there's 40 more seconds off the clock, it's completely different. But when you have a hundred, uh, when you have a minute 47 left, that is enough time for someone to play hair on fire football and go down and score. We've seen it time after time after time. So anyway, that was like the thing for me where like I have them third overall in my power ratings, and I wonder it's like how after winning a game in which it seemed like they were going to lose all these things, can I honestly downgrade them? But I feel like it's like you you, you there is a McCarthy factor. Like yes. there is a McCarthy factor where you get away with it this time, but are you going to get away with it against a really good team? And my answer is probably not. I mean, I want to say, how can you not have someone in that moment smart enough to say, hey, 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 we should should not do this. But I guess that's true of any business, right? It's the time I have sympathy for the whenever you hear about like these meddling owners. Yes. You know, and and you're kind of like, dude, let the coaches coach. Like, what are you doing? It's like moments like that where I'm kind of like the owner's like going, what are you doing? What are you doing? He's like buzzing down on a secret back phone being like, what are you doing? That would be proper meddling at that point. Yeah. You're right. No, that was just the worst, the absolute worst. And it does remind you, we were saying like, you know, and I don't know what you make of this, but that that was the fifth game in the history of the NFL. No punts. McCarthy's been involved in three of the five. Um, I don't know what you make of that, but what, but that error at the end is malpractice. It's a fireable offense and they get away with it and they live to see another day, so to speak, with the win, but file it away. File it away yeah. for the postseason. It's serious because it's coming. People, people, people laugh when you say stuff like that. But like, listen, you get away with it against that team, but do you get away with it against whatever the Eagles or the Niners or whoever it might it's be? Brutal. You know, yeah, you don't. You probably don't. You no. probably don't. All right, let's start with your first pick here before the first break. We'll get one in here. What do you like best of the bunch? Uh, the very best of the bunch is Niners for sure. Um, this was before you even launch it. Are you worried that everybody loves them? 
I'm not because of kind of what we're seeing from this injury report, it seems like, from from the Eagle side of things. And like this was the one that I had circled on the calendar anyway to look at from an Eagle standpoint that if they had made this made it through all that. And then again, when you look last week, not only going through a brutal stretch of games, but then that game goes to overtime. Not only the game go to overtime, Josh Allen and them are getting first downs left and right. So the defense is on the field for 92 plays in that game, right? You typically about 55, 60 plays a game. 92, man. So, yeah. yeah. So it's like typically like 55, 60 plays a game. So now it's a whole half an extra game that this defense is out on the field playing. So it's just a horrible, horrible deal. Now you look this middle of this line. Well, Fletcher Clox had to leave that game. Is he going to play or not? Then you had Jordan Davis leave. Was he going? Is he going to play or not? And the reason that's important is because this is the reverse of the Eagles from last year. The Eagles last year was awesome secondary, can't pass on them, can run on them all day long. Now it's the reverse. It's like, can't run at all. You can kind of pass on them, even though it gets overblown. They're about middle of the pack when it comes to all the passing statistics, but it's just like last year they were such locked down. Everyone's like, well, they can't cover anyone. But now I think that it's so important going up against this 49ers team that one does definitely like to run the ball. I mean, like they, and they're good at it. And so if that aspect is not taken away from them and you just have the full-on barrage of 49er offensive you know the firepower then that's just going to be too much full-on barcana yeah, yeah. yeah. full-on barcana mm-hmm. yep. mm-hmm. yes so for me I, I i i can't i just can't get past the the defense being you know out there for so incredibly long the 49ers <laughs> just being kelly can't even deal oh, with it he's dying yeah, he's, he's such like, a pro man i'm sorry i'm not he's such a pro <laughs> Yeah, apparently, Barcana, Barcana in Espanol means barrage. We call it the barrage here at the corner. I like it. So you said barrage, so we're just silly. And so we you, were, you were a pro, just kind of rolled by yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I could, we're just being do, do show, do, do, do you ever show, Do we ever get the, like, the little We get that. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, the 49ers, number one overall in my power ratings, they're, when, they're, when they're healthy, you just can't stop them. Like, I mean, I you, think they're the best team in football. Yeah, when, when they're healthy, you Complete. can't stop them. It's weird when one piece is out, it looks clunky because it's kind of like you need all the pieces to make it work. But when the pieces are in there, man, it is yeah, just one, yeah, That's true, actually. One offensive piece specifically. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. Um, yeah, that'll be very interesting with that. Uh, Jordan, you said on, on the defensive line, there's two guys with injuries. Cox and Davis. Both. Cox and yeah. Davis. Jordan Davis, by the way, the voice of an angel. Have you heard him sing? Oh. It's amazing. Not like uh, the no. voice of an angel. I've not heard. Yes, he's incredible. Like Justin Tucker. I was about to say not like yeah. the opera Tucker. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, like seriously, great right. voice. Um, I'm with you on the there Niners. Let's get it done. Anything below three? Now it's three though in this game. Would you play it at three? Yeah. Okay. Coming back. More Matt Brown next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, we got to take a break. Talk about Zinn nicotine pouches. We're always debating what a team needs to do to get to number one, but Zinn nicotine pouches are already there. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. Find your Zinn at your local convenience store or online at Zinn.com. That's ZYN.com. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Skill Alexander, we get tweets at Beatty the Book. Always appreciate the feedback. Tim Thompson. At Four Dog Golfer Dad. Curious about betting and stat corrections. The Pollard touchdown last night could perhaps be switched to a reception. Uh, another Dak touchdown, Dak over 300 yards. I think Pollard currently on his over under number, reception number, uh, 
right at the he's right on the number right now. Stat corrects don't happen until Wednesday, so that's an interesting thing. There's a, a bunch of props uh, that could be determined by that if there is a correction or not. Uh, Kevin Ryan. He says, uh, Gil, Thursday Night Football was an exciting game, but marred by the officiating, the ticky-tack flags. One after the other were excruciating. The league needs to use this tape on what is not a penalty enough already. And then he tweets right back, and he goes, uh, oh, I sent that right before your opening monologue. Yeah, exactly what you said. Uh, you know what's really tough indeed. about a game like that, too, is it's the it's the Amazon factor, right? It is the Amazon where you got to get out of the whole app, like where there's so many pauses in action because of the flags, and timeouts and stuff. And you want to be able to switch around. But then I know if I exit the app, I got to get back into it. And it's a whole thing. Do you ever do the when you do that? Do you ever do the uh, re, uh, the recap before yes. you get that? Yeah, you accidentally hit that. Yeah. yeah. What am I watching? Yeah. Uh, a Joe named Jim thinking about thinking last night at how totally bad the NFC is after Philly, San Francisco, and Dallas. The Giants are a Jets game debacle slash collapse in an untimed play at Buffalo away from being six and six and in a legit NFC playoff mix with Tommy Cutlets at the helm. Well, r- reminder: the Carolina Panthers not eliminated from hosting a p- home playoff. game. That's exactly what I was going to go to. That is still the best stat. The Carolina Panthers could still host a home playoff game, uh, winning that division. Nate King, thoughts on the three consecutive scores prop in the Big Ten title game? Oh, that's good. I didn't know they had one for it. Uh, we see this usually during the Super Bowl, where we always talk about how this is the the prop that usually flummoxes betters the most, because the average better is like, oh, three scores in a row. It's the Super Bowl. These two teams are great. This never happens. How is it that the no is, is, is plus money like this? It all Always happens, and in the Big Ten title game with Michigan going up against Iowa, just tell me what the juice is on that, because that would determine my answer. But yes, Michigan ought to score three times in a row in that game for sure. Uh, New, York, New Jersey, New York, from Gill this morning. Quote of the five games in NFL history to not have a punt, Mike McCarthy has been involved in three of them. That's objectively weird, and yet I entirely believe it. Uh, respect the process. Bland to get an interception plus two forty-seven. Cash that. Nice job. Respect the process. And uh, from uh, this one, last one here. Oh, just uh, love for the uh, Megapod yesterday. We had Ace back on the show, so thank you very much for uh, tuning in to the Beating the Book Megapod. The man upon whom that podcast was partially built upon his shoulders. So we were lucky really? to have him back yesterday. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Matt Brown joins us, ladies and gentlemen, from The Handle here, Weekends on the Network, which he does with Mike Samich. Also has a contest uh, element to it with Derek, yes. right? Yes. And then, of course, his podcast, All Angles. How about that part of it? Like, do you enjoy, I mean, the Survivor's now down to 80 entries. Yeah. It's pretty amazing how massive, I mean, obviously, $9.267 million uh, to begin with is massive. But just the fact that that con- that the pot there is so big by comparison to what millions gets in first place, right? Um, that guy, do you know, you're, I guess because you're doing this, you're familiar with the gentleman who mistakenly clicked yes. yeah. Green Bay. That might be... I, I almost I, I know we have I know Paulie's in this too too so I don't want to like pick favorites and stuff but his story is so amazing it's hard not to root for that guy yeah it's it was <laughs> so it came through like mom right before, died right it came through right before we were going on air like he, he the the tweet had hit and then so Derek's like reading it in real time and he just like invites the guy to Vegas he's like come come to Vegas he's like I'll put you up like I just want to meet oh, you that's awesome. and yeah. whatever and all. he didn't know any of the this was literally just like because he had just seen he goes I want to be next to someone that lucky and oh, you know whatever God. and all, you know all the things like that <laughs> that's like cause, great yeah because he's just like you know I mean this it, it's incredible too because again it's it's he has a proxy, 
Right. So like it was it was because he just happened to be in town and it was the one time he was putting in his own pick. That, that was when Gil was you know, first telling the story to me. That was the part I didn't get. Like I'm like, what do you mean? If he's got a proxy, what is he clicking? And then yeah. I'm like, oh, he happened to be there. Happened to be in town. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And then thought he was out. Right. Yeah, he thought he was out, and then so like just it's like not even making a pick until he gets like a call. It's like, hey, dude, you, um, we need your pick. Imagine getting that call <laughs> and having to completely rejigger your brain into, oh, wait, I, now I have to wait a minute. I have to I have to think of another game <laughs> real quick, and he immediately said Tennessee. Which, I mean, he also could have gotten out there, too, right? He could have easily picked somebody else, but he was like, no, Tennessee, I'm in. So you have to, like, you have to process that and then figure out the next team so, to play. Yeah, such a, such a great story. Listen, it just kind of goes along. The, the, you you got to get lucky along the way, some way, shape, or form, anyway. Multiple times. Yes, yeah. You, so, are, you are trying to hit a 20-team yeah. money line parlay. That you with, can't use the same team. And you're not allowed <laughs> yeah. to use the same team twice. Yeah. Yeah. You're not getting through that, yeah. Unless you're the one or two or three lucky people. Yeah, who it's just can. it was it. Yeah. it's great because I mean you look and it's like yes, there's there's different forms of luck and his just happened to be, I clicked the wrong team. Yeah. You know, I mean it is what it is. All right, back to your picks. You're closing yeah. out a uh, teaser here with the Jags. Yeah, so already I had the so the only good thing that happened from the podcast yesterday, if you listened, is I said get on the Cowboys on a teaser. Like, never doubt, right? You know, obviously, but uh, <laughs> yes. yeah. So the Cowboys teaser like does get home. So closing that out with the with the Jags and. I really, really, really like the Jags this week. <laughs> if you look, this is a Cincinnati team with Browning. It, it, I understand T. Higgins is going to be back. I get all that. But like, I just don't know how much that really makes this team that much better with Browning at quarterback. Now, I think that there are flashes of Browning being okay. And if this was a team that I didn't have as much respect for as I do the Jags, maybe I wouldn't be as bullish on this as I am. But I actually really like the Jags. And I think I, what, what we've seen from the Jags here over the last few weeks is more indicative of kind of what I thought the Jags would be heading into this season. And we, it's hard to say that that it's like <laughs> predicated on Zay Flowers being out on the field. But like you you look and or Zay Jones, and um, but you look and it's like one of those things where he opens so much up for these other receivers. And you actually hear Trevor Lawrence talk about it where he says like, yeah, it's like when we have all the guys out there it really opens it up for all, for everyone. That's why we see Calvin Ridley has like had these nice games the last couple of weeks because all the guys are back out there again. And so they have to pay a little bit more attention to these other people. And so Calvin Ridley's found himself open a little bit more. And honestly, I think Trevor Lawrence is kind of, again, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is ever going to be the guy that we thought may be coming out of college, but I do think that he is, I mean, legitimately considering the quarterback play we have in the NFL right now, he's, he's legitimately like a top eight guy, right? I mean, like you're, you're probably taking him in your draft, like somewhere in the top eight, considering how bad the quarterback play is yeah. in the NFL. And this defense is, is a top 12 unit. And with you put all of those pieces together, I think it equals a, a pretty good win here. And again, eight and a half, probably not in love with laying that specifically, but definitely uh, from a from a teaser like standpoint that's uh so i played that same teaser cowboys and jags mm. uh early way i do i do have a note i've had it written down in my notes all week of you know tie maybe tie another another uh team in here with a jack says i like the jags leg better than mm. i even like the dallas leg is there any other any other side you'd consider that with matt mm, you could flip Just it well the good thing today, is about know? this is a monday game so you could flip it in next week which would be good point like, yeah. you know like so that's Cause like because it, it is not a long heavy week yeah. no yeah. so so one thing that is pretty good about that i mean like you're gonna get like next week you get like the ravens against the rams ravens at home right raven so like you, that's gonna be 
seven and a half, so, you know, eight, something like that. So you could definitely do. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. That's a guess. I am, <laughs> a guess. I am the most annoying person with this stuff. Listen, it's a guess. It's yeah. a guess. It's a guess for me. Um, well, it will change. That's for sure. Yeah. The uh, um, the other thing, just staring at this mm. total, like this is, I mean, I know the three of us have done this on, on plenty of primetime action uh, nights and games. But when you, you could tease this total down too, I guess. I mean, like you are talking in the sharp guard taken away. Yeah, exactly. Like low thirties, <laughs> two and a half in the low thirties. Like, yeah, I, I think that's something that could get home Monday night. The other thing to monitor here, and this doesn't change my this does not change my handicap on the game whatsoever. But from from a prop standpoint, if you guys want to like see if anything gets posted a little bit early. Um, so ATN has missed the last couple of days with a chest injury, and they have it's it's gone Dearness Johnson and not Tanks Bigsby with them for the last couple of weeks so Dearness oh, I was well, seriously waiting for it too uh, yeah, Johnson from your Atlanta yeah. studio yeah, uh, no, sorry yeah is, sorry. is, is he's, he's moved <laughs> in that two, he's moved in that cue. number he's moved in that number two role there uh, I know that they started the season thinking that it was going to be Tank Bigsby for whatever reason he just hasn't panned out a couple of bad drops for him a couple of uh, tipped off the fingertips, turned in interceptions. So they've pretty much gone to Dearness Johnson as their number two guy, which then would turn him into the number one guy if ATN's not able to go. And so I think, too, with this game, I as much as I like the Jags, I think he ends up getting a decent amount of, of run in this game, specifically kind of like icing things out as well. So I'm going to be I'm going to be pretty interested in what his numbers come out at if ATN's not able to go. Okay. Matt's got two more plays, two more sides. Want to get his thoughts on MVP as well. Um, one of his sides I'm fascinated by. We'll get his MVP thoughts. Also his thoughts on Coach of the Year, where he stands on that. Week 13 in the National Football League. Oh, and he's an LSU guy. Might as well ask him about the Heisman while we're at it. Coming back with Matt Brown. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities, 
and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. In the NBA, the game can change at an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbooks got your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on basketball. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VSIN. That's V S I N. The crown is yours. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, and Matt Brown, everybody, live from Bar Canada at the D here in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, real quick before we get back to your picks, I uh, teased uh, a few awards. One in college football. You are an LSU grad. I have not seen your uh, certificate, but I assume you graduated from, L- from LSU. Um, you're an LSU guy. Jaden Daniels or Bo Nix? Yeah, I mean, it's if you're giving it to the best player, it's Daniels, but it's going to be Knicks. It's going to be Knicks? Yeah. You think really? Yeah. It's, if oh, you give okay. it to, as long as he doesn't have a complete clunker tonight. Um, if he doesn't have a complete clunker tonight. Bud Elliott said something yesterday, which I didn't seize upon because we, we ran into the commercial. But he said, he goes, Oregon is going to play it like they're going to try to give him the Heisman tonight, mm. which I thought was an interesting comment. We'll yeah. see. In, mm-hmm. in, you look at the statistics. You've seen the propaganda LSU put it out. Like it is literally, <laughs> it's literally they they put them side by side. Yes. Like Nick's leads in like three of thirty categories, yeah. and then the, yeah. the other twenty seven are Daniel. You know, yeah. it should be Daniels, but the problem is, is you and I we talk, we've all three talked about this for years. Wins and losses is not a quarterback stat. You still have to have a defense, and LSU defense is terrible. Yeah, but. The three big games they played all year, they lost all three of them. And people are going to look at that and they're going to say they played three good games. They played three big games all year. They lost all three of them. He obviously can't pull them through, yeah, Gil. That's right. And it's like he um, can't pull them through. You he know, can't whatever. Pull yeah. Them through. Yeah. If he were better, yeah. he would have. If he, if he could have been playing safety and not giving up forty, you know, like whatever. It's just like, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> just so it's, true, it, it, but it's so ridiculous. They're going to so look. ridiculous. Gonna, they lost Florida State. They lost to Ole Miss. They lost to Alabama. And the three big games they played yeah. all year, they lost all lost all three. Yeah, of them. Maybe if he were Bo Nix, they would have yeah. lost those three <laughs> yeah. games. Uh, Okay, uh, NFL MVP, mm-hmm. which is a log jam in this market. If you voted on it right now, or forget vote, if you bet on it right now, who'd you bet? Who would you bet on? Yeah, so I'm glad you changed that up yes. because it's hurts today that could change Sunday to the good or bad. Yes, to the good or the bad. I think if I'm having to put down money today, just at the given odds, it would probably be Dak at 475 because he's the guy that could take it away from Hurts, right? Because that's the other thing about that. For Hurts to fall off, there's going to, there's games against the Cowboys in which they're head to head, and then that's going to change the perception of those two guys as well. I mean, and if Purdy has a flawless game, the problem with Purdy, and we were talking about this a little off air, but I I don't. I truly believe everyone wants to give everyone else the credit except for except for Purdy. It's kind of like it's the he has a 300 yard game and people go, but did you see Ayuk after the catch? Like, oh my God, he's amazing! And then it's like he schemes in an awesome game for De- like Debo does all these crazy things, and then it's like, did you see all that Shanahan? Oh my God, he's just a wizard. He does everything for. The- no one wants to give Purdy credit, me included, until about <laughs> week eight. You know, I mean, like it's like everyone wants to credit it to the talent or the coaching or all the stuff like you, that. And you it's talk like, about propaganda. 
propaganda. I'll be stepping up the yeah. Purdy propaganda yeah. next week if he, if he, if he, if he I shines. Will, I will say this: like Lamar being as short as he is, I don't, I don't get that. Like I don't, I don't see that at all. The counting stats aren't there. They're running the ball. To, I, I don't, I don't get the Lamar. Like I think he should be in the conversation, the overall conversation. But like 450, I don't, I don't get. Two is the one that is my throwout because it's like you've got Tyreek. Like Tyreek should be considered as an MVP. Uh, then, real quick, Coach of the Year. Where does Matt Brown go on that? If they win the division, they're going to give it to Dan Campbell because they wanted him to win it so bad. Not if the Texans make the playoffs. But it's like, well, well what? It's, here's the thing. It's going to be if you were voting. Yes. What's more impressive, like? Because they're gonna, if the Texans get in, they're gonna sneak into the playoffs, right? It's kind of gonna be like that last last team in type situation. I, I answer Texans because their expectations were so low. It's it's true, it's true. But Dan Campbell came in as the favorite. He did what you made him the favorite for, which was come in and win the division. And what, I, I don't know. It, it's it's definitely those two guys, though. Everyone By else. The way, is if like, you watch Hard Knocks, Miami Dolphins in in season, you're all voting for Mike McDaniel. He's so awesome. You like fall gotta, in love with that dude. It's crazy how I, that is like a religious to me in the off season, and yeah. I have not and I have not watched the in game in, in season version. That, that's shocking. I've got to get to that. Yeah, I got to get to that. Yeah, I've, been, I've been scolded multiple times by Matt Brown for it's not those watching three, the. It's those three guys, by the way. Those that's three. It. Yeah, that's that's it. No Shane Steichen. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no Mike no, Tomlin. No, no, no. No, it doesn't matter anyway. They're gonna, they're gonna, that team's, they're gonna lose a couple. Of games. I, it, like, don't turn to me and say it. It doesn't matter. I, mean, wait, anyway. I thought that was gonna happen. It this doesn't whole matter season. anyway. Mike Tomlin's like, I, I would like to share this award with my magic beans. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. both accept this. Uh, all right, your last two picks of yeah. the week. Uh, you are on the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, do tell. It's a bet against the Jets as opposed to a bet on the Falcons more than anything else. Um, this Jets team was. I kept them too high in the power ratings so long because of that defense. And then I finally came to the conclusion. I'm like, it doesn't matter how good your defense is. Is if you, if you can't score 10 points in a game, then it doesn't matter. You can have the greatest defense ever. And so finally, I am told I you came, need to score points. I came around. Yeah, yeah, I came around. It's like this, they can't put the ball in the end zone. And now you've gone from the one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL to depending on, you know, depending on who starts this week for the Browns, which I think is going to be, I think it's going to be Flacco. But, um, Set to start could be, is, yeah, is the yeah. phraseology they're using. Could now. be the we'll know today. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. either he'll either clear concussion protocol, he won't. Yep. Um, and we look at that. I think Boyle's probably the worst quarterback in the NFL at this point. If you look back in college, he didn't even have success in college. I don't know how oh, this no, guy. His, his UConn stats are horrific. Yeah, like, I don't even know how he like got into the NFL. Like, <laughs> horrific. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Like, how did he even get a tryout? Like people were like, hey man, I want to come try out, and they looked at his thing like. No, and we're not. We're not letting you no, try. I, I out. go back to what I said. What I say last week, earlier this week. It's just the. It's the follow. Follow some star quarterback and know the playbook like the back of your hands. Yeah. So you can always be like, coach. By the way, I know every play here. Like yeah. I can feel it for Aaron Rodgers. Whatever. I can just sit on the bench though the whole time. I'm good. Yes. You, you do wonder if it's like we always say in other industries. It's not what you know. It's who you know. You you do wonder if Aaron Rodgers just took a shine to him, and then here's your career. Tim yeah, Boyle. yeah. You have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah. And um and and look the. We know the Falcons want to run the ball quietly since week eight over the last, you know, month, month-ish of the season or whatever. The Jets' run defense has actually fallen into, like, the high 20s as far as, like, uh, defending the run. Now, you still can't pass against them, but, hey, we're not worried about the Falcons passing anyway, right? So, if, if, if and they look like they finally want to give Bijan the load. So, I have uh, I have taken a position on a team that I do not like, personally. <laughs> and um, also, by the way, we talk, I know we need to hurry, but found tickets. You know, you, you, we've all talked about this. 
So I actually have a plus 470 Falcons to win the division ticket whenever whenever the rumors were swirling that they were going to go after Lamar. Do you remember when they were yeah. like, like because Lamar wanted out of Baltimore. <laughs> and two consecutive off seasons yeah, yeah, where you've done yeah, this with the Falcons. Yes, yeah. And yeah. it was like Lamar wanted out and they were like, oh, well, what team needs a core? Obviously Atlanta and whatever. And so like <laughs> I made this ticket. <laughs> I made this ticket. I'm digging through as we like are switching over between apps and stuff. And I like see these like, oh, open bets. And I go and I'm like scrolling through. And there's a plus four, four seventy Falcons to nice. win the division sitting in there, which I, I will take no credit for, or whatever, because the whole reason I made it did not play out. So you yeah, guys still the famous primetime action bet when you guys raced to bet the Falcons <laughs> yes. uh, when Deshaun the, Watson. Deshaun, was, yes, I mean Deshaun Watson was actually an yes. Atlanta Falcon. Yeah, yeah, for they, a like, they like had him like <laughs> yeah. at the he airport. Was yeah. They yeah. were the driving him. Yeah. They were <laughs> driving him to the facility yeah. before they got hijacked by yeah. the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland was like, we'll give you every dollar of this two hundred fifty. He was holding. He was literally holding it like he was doing it. All right, Joe Flacco set to start for the Browns. Yeah. Excuse me for the uh, for the Browns. Yeah, yeah. It's plus four and a half here. You got yeah, and, and look, this is still three and a half. So this isn't one of those like, oh, you're bringing scale lines on you. The Falcons are still at two. You can still bet that, and you can still bet the Browns at, four, at three and a half, which is you know anything on the other side of three is something we would be interested in anyway. This team is not completely devoid of talent, right? So this is kind of like this team is like the. This is like the good look. So you you've seen twins and like the, one of the twins is better looking than the other twin. Like this is the good looking twin of the Jets. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like this this is like the fine good, film. This is like the good looking twin of the Jets, right? Where it's like awesome defense and like horrible offense, but like they're the better looking twins because it's like they at least have like a little bit going on the offensive side of the ball. And like I think with Flacco, you can't do any worse than what we've seen. PJ Walker was. Every by every single advanced statistic, the absolute worst quarterback in the NFL in every single category, and so Flacco can't be worse than that. And if anything, I think Flacco at least understands the whole game manager aspect of things at this point in his career. You, Amari Cooper's going to power through. It seems like it looks like Garrett's going to power through as well. So they're going to play in this game, and so the, the number was just too much for me. And I think even at three and a half against this 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 Ram squad, that's look just offense hasn't just hasn't been clicking um, for whatever reason. So the Cooper Cup came back. Like, I don't even get it. Um, and so for me, I think that Flacco is actually a, a pretty decent upgrade over both DTR and and PJ Walker from a hey, let's go out, win yeah. the game with our defense, score enough points to like to like keep this thing, you know, where did, it needs to be. did you hear about this Miles Garrett thing though? Now they think he may be injured worse than initially thought. That's the latest Miles Garrett. So initially he felt a pop, right? Mm-hmm. Then they then they're like, "Oh, there's no structural damage." Now they're like, "There might be structural damage." So I don't know if he's a go or I don't know what the story well, like, is. Yeah, I mean, yesterday he was he was he was out, but they listed it just as like rest veteran day. So like I figured that just meant that he was on track to, like, yeah, well, to he go had, here. He had to leave the last game. He had to leave the stadium in a sling, but then told reporters he was going. All right. Keep an eye on that. Matt, always a pleasure, man. Thank you for making the time. Absolutely. The great Matt Brown. The Handle, 7 p.m. weekends with Mike Somich and, of course, the All Angles podcast. We're coming back with Felika next on College Football. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.